Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys, episode 22. It's sharp like a 20... A two-edged sword. Two, two. Twenty-two-edged sword. A twenty-two-edged sword. Mobius <laughs> <laughs> blade. <laughs> Sorry, that's a bad way to start. Welcome to Dungeon Boys. My name is Keith. I'm your DM. Josh playing Arlo. Zenus playing Grim. And I am Bryce playing Jack Lowe. Always, you got, Bryce. Bryce is always kicked back from the mic, so if he sounds like he's in a different, a different place. I am Bryce playing Jack Lowe. But you, did, you did it quieter now, so. But he's closer. Yeah. Do you want me to shout into the microphone? Of course not. I can do that, Keith. I just want to let... I can shout into the microphone if you want me to. No. I just want to let the audience know how cool you look. Lean back in your chair. Destined to lead man and his name into greatness. So, last time, we had a recap episode, and then we had episode 21. Episode 21, uh, we did some discussion with Black Fang, uh... Jack Law learned that it was not the gnolls that killed the three the, the children in the forest uh, that started this whole conflict. It was actually an owlbear, and <clears throat> the owlbear that did it was spurred by Ronald Witherbranch on one of his hunting parties. The man that they the, the party killed <coughs> in Lonesome several months ago. No less than um, the owlbear that we possibly rescued at the start of this. Yes, most likely that we same owlbear. We didn't kill him several months yeah, ago. Yeah, sorry. The children were the children were killed several months ago on a hunting yes. trip. Yes, and I was more mentioning that Ronald Witherbranch was killed months ago in uh, Keith, Zenith, Josh, Bryce time, not mm. world time. Yeah. It was only ah. a few days ago in world time. Uh, <clears throat> so we learned that. So we have proof that it was not the Knowles. That this conflict is not the, make, makes no sense. Um, Jack Law also spoke with the mayor. Uh, and what did you tell him again? I told him that I found the note and that I want him to... He knows how to run the town. Other than this little mess up of his, there's no reason he can't stay in office as long as he continues to do the right thing and I don't have to remove him from said office. And what is it that he has to... What does he have to do? Does he have to admit to wrongdoing? (laughs) No, I told him he could feel free to lie about it if he wanted to, but he has to take it up with the Knowles. You guys are going to reveal the cover-up, though. Yeah. Just a black thing, I think. Yeah, well... You revealed it to him already. Yeah. It's more like... I don't remember exactly how it went. It was, uh... If if he doesn't settle this, then we're going to come clean to the town or whatever? Like, no, it was like... I told him that he could say that Ronald had threatened him or something like that or whatever he wanted to do to make himself not the bad guy because I didn't want to waste time finding a new mayor for this yeah. town. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but it wasn't a thing like you... I don't remember you saying like, oh, you can just tell him that Ronald sent... You got this letter a couple days ago and you're now coming clean. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> we'll figure out how that goes when, the, when we see the mayor again. Uh, Arlo and Grimm went to discuss with Black Fang uh, to talk to him. That is the dripping of... It sounds a little bit like a wet fart whenever the, <laughs> whenever the water drips into the thing behind us, but we're in a building that has a leaky roof, so please bear with us. What's even worse is what if they didn't hear that? That's and true. now you're just going into an explanation of what's going on. And now we've extended it twice as long as it was before. Exactly. It wasn't a good idea just to mention it. Uh, but they went and spoke with Black Fang. Your initial conversation with Black Fang was we need to seek a truce, right? We need to settle this. be a good time to uh, plug the whole Patreon.com thing. Yeah. <laughs> For just 50 cents a month, we can put a quarter on top of the hole in the roof. <laughs> <laughs> 
for a whole month. (laughs) And Tulip Bird comes along and steals a quarter. Yep, that's right. Uh, Patreon.com slash Tank Media Network if you want to support us anyway. Follow us on Twitter at Tank Media Games. So you guys went and investigated the site where the kids supposedly died. It definitely looked owlbearish. Uh, You guys went back to all three of you met up. You went back to Black Fang and said, "I have we have proof that it was not you who killed these people. Come to town tomorrow. We will settle this amiably. We will settle this, and there will be no more bloodshed. <coughs> and we will help broker that peace. And you, that is the end of the episode, right? Yeah. Otto <coughs> has a couple of unused dire wolves who are like hiding in the forest. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. And so we are currently in Black Fang's camp. You are free to act." <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go punch the mayor. I think we should meet up with Briar. We promised that he would be at the peace conference. so I'm thinking we probably ought to go get Briar. Too. We also should collect our burb. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. bones. I yeah. should probably kill him. <clears throat> Wait, he's with us. Because he was with me. No, he's... Didn't you leave him at the thing? I thought you left him with... What's his face? Oh, uh, he traveled <clears throat> with... He, he's right here. <laughs> Bones is right. I make a xylophone noise against his ribs. <laughs> Thank God. If he'd left him in town, we'd have had to just rebuild. <laughs> no one would stop him. <laughs> yeah, Bones last week walked all the way through town with the torch and lit the gallows on fire. If he could whistle, he'd be whistling. Yeah. He can whistle. All right, so you guys are... Is heading. that what you, So you guys are leaving Black Fang's camp and heading back to Briar camp. Yep. With Briar and Burb. Um, Black Fang says, I will see you tomorrow night. If we do not broker this peace, if we are not able to find peace, I will send my men upon the town. Bad things will happen. It will be on you. You know, I I think that's fair enough. I'd like to call that into question. We didn't... How would this be on us? We didn't start any of this. You are trying to broker this peace. If it all goes wrong... But you were going to kill them anyway doesn't matter. But it does. <laughs> Thank you for your consideration, Black Fang. We will be going now. Yes. Grant, Grant, Grant. Uh, be I, gone, bald man. I like signal Grant might come closer. I keep forgetting you're bald. Follow through on this. You just have somebody else you punch in the face. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's a win-win for you, man. Sure. <laughs> so you guys travel to Briar's camp? Yep. Pretty uneventful traveling, uh, kind of a good distance. You guys are burning a little bit of daylight on your way, uh, but you make it to camp, and, and Briar and Burb are there. They are they have built a shelter, a rather uh, big one, uh, out of some vines. That it's kind of a living shelter. Briar has used his druid powers to grow some vines out of the ground and form almost like a round hut that everyone could stay in. There's smoke coming out of the top of it. Uh, and Briar and Burb are sitting in the back of it, lounging about. Briar has his big pipe in his hand uh, that he is smoking, and Burb and, <coughs> and Burb is right beside him, like trying to figure out how his pipe works that Briar has fashioned for him. <laughs> and Burb is uh, doing his best to use his beak to operate a pipe. But he looks—he looks like he is trying. Burb looks like he's trying very hard to look as relaxed as <laughs> as, as Briar is. I'm just happy that Burb is still with us at this point. <laughs> I was kind of worried about leaving him with Briar. I mean, Burb's still around. The adventures of Burb and Briar are definitely a, a novel. The novelization they're in the works. Oh, I love it. But. Love it, love it. So they've, <laughs> they've been together for like a day while we did all this yeah. scouting around and 
fingering. Forgive us if the time of day is a little off. It's been several weeks since we recorded our last episode, so bear with we, us whenever we make these transitions. Yeah. We ran out in the like early morning right mm-hmm. after breakfast, and then when we got to the place, we split up. So it's probably about at yeah. least midday. Yeah, we're, I, it's probably, we're probably pushing dusk at this point i bet i mean it's been a long day of traveling and walking around this this area so we're probably i'd i'd put us about three or four p.m okay. it gets dark about six thirty-seven. all right you Matt, approach camp Matt, Matt, Mr. Breyer, what, what what have you been up to while we we've been out oh hello welcome back <laughs> he takes a long drag off of his pipe and pop some of this smoke out uh, Burb and I have made a shelter, and I'm teaching Burb how to smoke my uh, personal blend of spices. You always do know how to get along with the kids. Yeah, I finger guns. Do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Audible finger guns. Burb, how old are you? <laughs> Burb, not no old. Thousands. <laughs> In the beginning, there was Burb. <laughs> Very well, Burb. How are you getting along with your pipe? It's so good. Very good. <laughs> Burb lets out like half a mouthful of smoke that comes out and very ungracefully. Burb, Burb, hand me that. You, you probably don't need that. <laughs> no! It's Burb pipe. Hey, you do you. <laughs> he takes... Burb puts his pipe back in the uh, back in his pocket. Still, so, his get back holster. to get back to later. <clears throat> All right, sounds good, Burb. You, you do whatever you want to. You are your own Burb. Arlo, how did negotiations go with this um, black thing? I don't know. It was so much negotiations as just kind of coming up to an agreement. Uh, I got the gist of it right. We're going to uh, try to see if we can put these two parties together to see if they can talk out the difference. Very good. I am proud of you. For the record, negotiations and trying to come to an agreement are the same thing. I know you struggle with the words. Yeah, them big old babbly words, they do get in the way. Have you made any progress on learning to read? Oh yeah, yeah. This uh, this my, my friend Jack has, has been trying to show me a little bit. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, kind Jack. I cannot see your mouth, a, a smile behind your mask, but I assume that you are a kindly gentleman. Here's I can see it in your eyes. I try. <laughs> <laughs> that is all I can ask. Uh, so, what is the plan then? What shall? Uh, what is my role in all this? Shall I stay here? No, uh, Black Fang has requested that you be at the peace conference with us, and I, I think you would make a good mediator in this whole situation. Hmm. Yeah, then you you have been a neutral party in the whole thing. You've helped both the town and the gnolls. So. Everybody has kidnapped you. So. <laughs> it is true. Yeah, we kidnapped you a little bit. <laughs> it's- you would think being of my side it would be more difficult <laughs> to be kidnapped, but apparently it is not. Yeah, somehow they manage. Um, so we will go to town. Did we find any news about the, you know, the reason for this conflict? How will we stop this conflict? From our understanding... Can I just... I hate... 
Okay, I'll just hand him the letter. Okay. Arlo, hold on. Let me read this letter. <laughs> Look over my shoulder while I read it. Maybe you can learn something. <laughs> and then he reads the letter that describes how Ronald Witherbranch sent... Or it's the letter that Ronald Witherbranch sent to the mayor saying like, Hey, I accidentally got some kids killed in the forest. Just blame it on the Knowles. That way nobody has a poor view of me. Nobody has a poor view of you. And we'll cover it up. Look, Arlo, this word means dead children. It's important <laughs> to know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'll be sure to remember that one. <laughs> it's a very popular word. Uh, he says, hmm. This one shows up a lot. <laughs> I tried so hard to believe the best of Ronald Witherbranch, but I believe that the world may be a better place for not having him in it any longer. You're welcome. You, you, thank you, mm-hmm. Grim. Thank you very much. I feel it, it's hard to say thank you to a man who punched another man's head to unlife. But again, <laughs> either way, I say thank you for that. Master Briar, you taught me to find the peace in all things. Maybe these, these circumstances will have a, a further and, and lasting uh, peace in the future. I certainly hope so. I do not know <clears throat> if I can stomach any more bloodshed. In this world, yeah, maybe you ought not to go to town. <laughs> Just so in case, I shall go, and I will do my best to keep the peace. And do what is required of me. Very good. So, is there more we must do, or shall we head off to town? Uh, uh, we got to tomorrow evening, right, fellas? Uh, it's this evening. You said tomorrow. You said earlier. tomorrow. Oh, you did. You said tomorrow night. And it's like Sunday yeah. now. I was oh. wondering about that. No, it would be tonight. Sorry, oh, excuse me. It's tonight because yes, the the day before was the day of the fire. That's what I was thinking. So yeah, sorry. Tonight is the the peace meeting. Okay. Then yes, we should probably go. Uh, sorry yes, about that. Yesterday botched lynching. Today peace meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I love the botched lynching. <laughs> really, if you think about it, the best kind of lynching is a botched one. There you go. <laughs> That's. Briar should have said that. <laughs> Master Briar, I, I think that uh, you built a, a fine shelter here with, with, with Burb's help, of course. But uh, I think we best get back to town before it gets dark. Burb motions to a, like, a very haphazardly thrown together patch of leaves and some moss <laughs> rolled into like a roll. And he says, this Burb's bed. That's a fine looking bed, Burb. Comfy. Oh, yeah. I pat Burb on the head. Good job, Burb. <laughs> Burb looks up again and says... Tougher than you. <laughs> you sure are. Again, just to reiterate, if anything happens to Burb, this whole campaign is just gone. <laughs> just we step into the town and you see this? Someone shot him yesterday. <laughs> Bring us the man. <laughs> Bring us the man. And then we kill him, and then we leave. The fact you you guys are doing and a peace very will return to the land. <laughs> you guys do a very, are doing a very uh, unsmart thing. Of revealing to me how much you care about a single character, but I appreciate it. I feel like Grim would particularly like just spiral into depression, like try and reanimate him. Yeah, just act like he's normal. Yeah. What do you say, Burb? Just like moving this. Please just escape. come on, friend. Just All right. tears <laughs> So Briar says. Yes, Burb. Your bed <clears throat> looks very comfortable. But we must <laughs> keep from his bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to show you his bed was comfortable. 
That bed is magical. <laughs> uh, Burb also looks at you guys as you're packing up, and Burb says, "Why, come on, friend. We not stay here? I'm afraid you're 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 requested at the meeting, Burb. You're of great importance. But we come back here to live and stay. No, I don't know about that one. This is a nice place to come visit, though. Oh. Okay. Come on, friend. There might be might be other folks that need help." Burb, Burb doesn't respond to that as he climbs up into the wagon and sits, in the, sits on the ground. Burb seemed to be very pleased with the, his new home. He seems to be very happy, uh, pleased to you know have finally gotten some peace and calm. Um, and to have a little spot that he could call his own that was his bed and stuff. His little spot. Burb, you know what? As we, as we uh, travel around and we, we do good where we go, it's nice that you, you put up a little vacation home everywhere we go. Okay. Come on, friend. Burb. You could always put a bed in the wagon. Have a mobile home. <laughs> oh mobile home? At that thought, Arlo kind of perks up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Overalls grow out of Arlo's skin. <laughs> Burb says, Burb, think about it. Mobile home. Uh, so then, Jack, I'm gonna get back to you on that mobile yeah, home yeah. situation. You can hear the creaking of the wagon as Briar <laughs> climbs into it with his fat body. The horse lifts up as the wagon goes back. <laughs> Kicking his legs. All right, everyone. Let us go to town. And yeah. jump in that wagon. Now, Burb, Arlo is well. Whatever happens, try to keep yourselves safe. I've lived a long life. If something goes wrong, I would rather it be me that falls than one of you. And well, that ain't ominous at all. Jack and Grim, thank you. <laughs> good luck to you. <laughs> I thank you for your concern. What's his name? Briar. Briar. <laughs> Terrible with names. Um, Phil. Phil is fine. Yeah, Brian. But I will. <laughs> I will do my best to be sure this party is safe. You included. Thank you, Grim. All right, let us go. Burb, would you like to drive? Burb, Burb. drive. <laughs> he hops up there and two characters at the same time. It's tough. I'm, yeah, I'm learning yeah. how to do it. Uh, so he Burb hops up and begins. He cracks the whip. He's gotten pretty proficient at driving. Oh yeah, he's getting pretty good at it. Nat twenty last time. Yeah, he's he's so he's cruising. You guys are cruising back to town and. Uh, I want to kind of speak to Briar off on the side a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so Grim, I guess where are you sitting at the wagon? I was in the back by Briar. Okay, I'm up front with Burb. Okay, so it's okay if Grim is the acted out. Okay, so do you, mo- you motion a little bit and <clears throat> Briar leans over to you? Mm. Uh, Master Briar, uh, there may be more bloodshed in the future of this party. I don't know how far you want to travel with us in all of this, but we lead a dark path, and I don't know if it's quite right for you. There may be bloodshed even this evening. If the peace talks don't go well, the mayor is undoubtedly the issue here, and he will have to be removed. (laughs) Briar uh, leans into you and he says, I have sensed (coughs) this... um, Disturbance. I I have sensed a bit of this with your group. And the fact that you have joined the servants of the scale (coughs) at Corgus' request uh, does not bode well for bloodshed staying out of your future. Um, that's our coffee maker. Uh, so, yes, I understand. Their their methods are very different from mine. I've chosen the peaceful route, but they have decided that uh, if 
pieces to be had, some must die. And while I can't say that I agree, I also cannot say that it is necessarily wrong. So I will walk my path. Arlo will have to choose his own. And being that as it is, if the mayor is removed, the town will need a new mayor. If you choose not to travel with us, I feel as though your penchant for peace and kindness would be a great boon to this town. We shall see. That seems like a quite, uh, quite a bit of responsibility, but they do have that beautiful garden. I would enjoy tending to that for the rest of my days. So we shall see. Indeed. That's a good idea, Jack. Thank you for thinking of this. <laughs> <laughs> I try my best. <laughs> Alright, so at the end of this conversation, you Finger guys guns. are cruising <laughs> back to town. If you remember the last time you left town, you were being pursued and shot at. Uh, well, how, do, remember. how would you like to re-enter town? Pursuing them and shooting at them. <laughs> I, pro- I assume that's not true. All of well, us assume the Captain Morgan pose. Okay. <laughs> One foot on the walls of the wagon. I actually do that. Right <laughs> over Bourbon Arlo. Okay. Yeah, except I, I'm not like leaning forward. I'm like, I have one leg up, but both my arms are, fists are at my, my waist. Try okay. out forward. <laughs> so you guys are creak, creaking in. You can see the gallows from Bourbon down the street. And Arlo are like leading the, they the horses in. Bur- Burlo, the team of yeah. Burlo. <clears throat> uh, so you guys are cruising in, and as you reach the edge of town, a guard says, "Hey, you're you guys are the ones that escaped this morning." Do they rebuild the gallows? Um, <laughs> what's left is, of them? Okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Yeah, like the, <clears throat> the charred remains because it burned, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was yeah. Bones did good. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, the charred man. Bones is in the cart too. Uh, yeah, Bones is in the cart. I assume when he dies this time, I'm just gonna let him go. I'm gonna have trouble keeping track of yeah, him. Yeah, so. I'd keep trouble with him too. I have trouble keeping track of Burb, our favorite character. So. <laughs> I could just um, give him to Burb if I could find a way to permanently reanimate him. Just Burb and Bones. I just picture Burb like you finding a bunch of skeletons and give giving Burb this weird like Dexter's Laboratory exoskeleton. <laughs> <laughs> No, let's not do that. Uh, so you guys enter town. The guards say, "Hey, you're the ones that escaped. Stop right there. Stop right there." No, where's the mayor? I have to get the sheriff. And he like sprints off towards the middle of town, saying, "Sheriff Ognon, Sheriff Ognon, come back. The, the fat druid has returned." I lean down to Arlo. Arlo, don't stop. Keep going. Yeah, we're going like we're we're aiming straight for like the the sheriff's uh, building, the jail. Okay, so we the are? center we're of right. town. Yeah. Okay. You'll have to I thought we were talk. going to the mayor. Center of town, so it's all kind of in the same place. Okay. The center of town. And At this stuff. point, Arlo, like from what you said, Arlo doesn't quite trust the the mayor, but he knows that the sheriff is is a pretty pretty upstanding guy. So I'm going towards the sheriff. Okay, Go. so you guys cruise towards the middle of the town. The guard has sprinted past you towards the middle of the town. He says, "Sheriff Ognon, come quickly! The, the druid has returned." Uh, and Sheriff Ognon comes out of the mayor's house. Actually, he swings the door open. He says. You see, Mayor, there's no, Mr. Chulor, there's no reason for us to be upset. I knew these were upstanding gentlemen. They had, they had a plan. Uh, they've returned. The druid has returned. And finally leave your house now, he says under his breath. And this, uh, the mayor comes out of the house and says, Well, it's good to see. Finally they've returned. Someone is, must be doing their job. How far away are we from them? Uh, 30 feet. 
I'll walk it over to him. Okay. Who are, who are you, bald man? Why did you take our druid this morning? I'm smiling very broadly at him. As broadly as I can. Yeah, just, the verb stops the wagon. I, I throw my arms out and I'm just smiling at him. And Master when I Briar, get close... Look away. <laughs> punch him right in the face. <laughs> uh, you're going to have to roll initiative on this with the mayor. You. But I feel like that's a surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You walk forward with your arms out and then <laughs> yeah, and I was him. smiling, giving him. I a don't hug. think this is an initiative roll. If if that happens, then he would attack me first, and I would kill him in that case. Just so, just so, we're, just so we're, well, we can. Yeah, no, we we'll, can do we'll, let, we'll let him. We'll let you punch him. This is how my yeah, people shake hands. It makes it that was a surprise. As you walk up to him, uh, he says, "What? Are you, why are you coming so close? Respond to me when I speak to you." God, I hope I hit him. Uh, 15? Uh, yeah, that'll hit him. Okay. That was unexpected. Um, I'm, he's not gonna, <laughs> I'm not trying to kill him. Uh, Briar says... He's gonna take 11 damage, though. Uh, Briar says, what, what does he do? He leans over to Jack Ar- Arlo. He speaks to Jesse. What, what is the bald one doing? What is Grim doing? It, it, it'll be alright. He, he knows what he's doing. He's a big boy. What do you, How tall is the Tulor? Probably a foot shorter than you. He's nice. just a human. I punch him right in his face. <laughs> okay. No, like leaning into it or anything. Just standing perfectly straight and just. Um. <laughs> how many? What? How much? Eleven. Not no narcotic is in this. It's just raw punch. Uh, you punch him and. Raw I'm not punch. trying to kill him. So. Yeah, you punch him hard enough to like at, in the middle of the sentence. What are you doing? Why are you pu- and like his neck snaps to the side and he falls to the ground and you've knocked him unconscious? I touch his foot. I, I bend down and touch his foot and cast cure wounds on him. I'm not a monster. Argonon also says crazy. What are you do- what are you doing, Grim? What You literally are. <laughs> uh, yeah. Grim, don't that um, seem a bit counterproductive? He gets seven health back. <clears throat> do you want him to wake up? Is that your intent? Yeah, I guess. Okay, so you heal him. And the sheriff says, he blinks and he says, Ognon, arrest this man! He's assaulted your mayor! Help! Arrest this man! And Ognon says, Grim, what are you doing? Why would you do that? I turn to to Ognon, smiling, arms wide. Do you know about the letter? What what letter? I have no letter. I know of no letter. Did I give you back the letter, Jack? We gave it to Briar. I don't know if he gave it back. Mm. I will assume that Briar gave you the letter that you gave him back. Uh, paper airplane it down to Grim. <laughs> Do you really turn it into a paper airplane and send it to Grim? Can I hand it to him? Of course you can. If you tell me you want a paper airplane... I don't know airplane, how far away he is. You, you, you pull the letter out and hold it out. If you don't want to get off the cart, Grim, you have to walk back and grab it. I walk back, still smiling, arms still out. Grab the the letter and walk back and hand it to. Argnon says, "What what letter are you talking about?" Read it. Guards, get close to this man and if all he tries will be to clear. escape. Uh, and then Argnon reads the letter. Don't tell anyone. Just Re- you. Argnon reads the letter to himself. The letter that says, "Ronald Witherbrand is responsible for these deaths. Please cover it up." Stephen, Mayor of Fark, blah 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 blah. Cover this up for me. And as he reads it, his eyes get wide and he says. Mr. Tulor, is this true? Is this what you've done? And Stefan has stood up, he's like rubbing his jaw, and he's very upset with Grim, but he looks at uh, the sheriff and he says, 
Do you expect me to deny a powerful wizard his desire when he rules almost our whole region? What do you expect me to do? If he asks me to do something, I must cover things up for him. Of course I did it. They're just gnolls, after all. If we could kill them all, we'd be rid of a big problem, don't you agree? While all this interaction is going on, I want to teach Bird a new skill while we're sitting in the front of the cart. Okay. It's called the Bird. We're going to flip that towards the mayor. Okay, so... While, while that's happening, and after he says like the, the powerful wizard thing, I, I lean forward a bit to him. I killed Ronald Tulor. Smiling. So it is... Yeah, he, they don't know that y'all are the ones that killed him. No. I told him he's dead. Right. And that the letter didn't matter anymore. Gotcha. Um, so Stephen, Stefan says... Excuse me. His name is Stefan. I don't know if I called him Stephen earlier. You did. His name is Stefan. Stephen. Uh, and he says, what? You you three are responsible for the death of no, Ronald Witherbranch? Mostly Over. just me. Me and Arthur are shaking our heads. <laughs> <laughs> but you traveled together. It must have been a team effort. If you killed a whole, you killed Ronald Witherbranch. I mean, I the one I delivered the killing blow. He's dead. The whole point of this was to make you understand who exactly is standing before you. Ognon, Ar- arrest this man. They've killed Ronald Witherbranch. Arrest him right now. Ognon. Jack and Arlo are still shaking our heads. No. Ognon <laughs> <laughs> says he's holding the paper. Uh, and you can tell he's very upset by this. He is, but not upset in a loudly angry way. He's upset in a kind of a contemplative way, and he's thinking about all of the people that have died the because Noel, of the Noel children that he killed. Uh, he's thinking about the Knolls that they have killed, but he's also thinking about all the people that have needlessly perished in this conflict between the two of them. Just to let you in, that's what it looks like he's considering. Um, <coughs> And as Stefan is yelling at him to arrest uh, Grimm, uh, he holds the letter and he quietly gives it back to Grimm. Take it. Um, and he reaches, he grabs like the binders, like the cuffs that he has on his belt, the whatever a medieval version of a handcuff is. I don't know. Manacles. It is. Manacles. The shackles that he carries on his belt. He, <laughs> he takes them out and he looks at Sorry them. if my word's not good enough for you. No, no, it reminded me of another word that would have worked as well. I wasn't saying that was a bad word. Um, the rope. The, Quality rope. <laughs> right, hey, how many other words can we get? <laughs> you guys got some more? Iron bandings. <laughs> to the Twitter! Away! Uh, anyway, so he, he takes out the manacles that, and he looks down at them oh, for a few goodness. seconds as Stefano says, What are you waiting for? Arrest this man! <sighs> He's killed the constable! He's killed the ruler of the whole region! You must arrest this man! And my, co- my arms are at my sides, but I'm still like smiling wide, brightly at Argnon. Okay. Um, Argnon, just ignore all his jibbery babble that will make the talky words. We, we, yeah. Uh, Argnon's not listening <clears throat> to any of you. Um, and he looks up, kind of at Grimm, and back to Stefan. And he turns to Stefan and grabs him by the arm and puts the manacles on Stefan. Yay! And puts them behind his back. Um, He says, uh, we're going to let the town deal with this. Argnon, I have a different idea. We have started the process of brokering a deal with Black Fang. I think he should be the one to make the decision on what happens with the mayor. I agree. You're going to let you want to let Black Fang decide what happens with the mayor who is responsible for the death of many of his people. Yes. Yes. 
Stefan uh, is unless you would like to take that burden. Loudly. Um, and he's he's <clears throat> Stefan protesting lies. What what are you doing? I will make sure that 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 the 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 army army comes and kills you and all of your gods and will replace you. Will replace you and and no one will ever remember who you are. And <clears throat> just let me go. Let me go and I'll forget all about this. Uh, and Argnon says, um. Well, I'm certainly not going to take him into the woods to find Black Fang. Oh no, he's, not he's exactly coming my here. My biggest fan. You know, uh, with the uh, with this fellow being out of commission, we're going to need like somebody from uh, this town that could right kind of represent the people. <laughs> would you would you represent the people of Afar? Sure. Um, Good. I assume you're talking about what Grim just said that Black Fang is coming here. He's only just him, though. Just him. To the town that he only last night set fire to. And promise to burn. You, you know, you and know. Kill there, there's been a lot of mistakes made on either side. I think this is a golden opportunity to set things straight. I like the pronunciation of opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> you, you've gone into the, you've gone into the forest, <laughs> and you have asked Black Fang to come here for a peace deal. I do not expect much peace out of a man, or out of a knoll <clears throat> named Black Fang. Well, then we'll who just seems kill him. to take a lot of joy in killing. We've allowed him to bring one weapon. He is not allowed to draw it unless it is in self-defense. And if he does so outside of self-defense, then we will apprehend him. Yeah, we'll be happy to act as a mediator in this situation. If this goes wrong, the town of Fark will hold you personally responsible. Well, if it don't go at all, it sounds like this conflict's just going to keep on going until there ain't nobody left. That matters not. <clears throat> oh, that don't matter. Okay. We'll take a status... I will take satisfaction in dealing with whoever caused more bloodshed than what would already have happened. But I agree. I want peace. And if this is the way it must come, and Black Fang is already on his way, we must at least give it a try. Good on you. I suppose we should make preparations. Stefan is still loudly, loudly uh, protesting. Uh, Argnon says, I'll be back momentarily. I'm going to go find a cell for our mayor here. No, just time up. Somewhere in town. I'm Somewhere going in to, the center. I'm going to put him we in the cell. On the gallows. I'm going to go put him in the cell. Grim, thank you for your input. Uh, and he picks him up uh, on his shoulder and takes him downstairs. And you can hear into the police the police station, the, the sheriff's office. And you can hear the slam of a big iron grate uh, when he slams him into the <coughs> the prison cell. Me and, me and Berb are still on the front seat of the car, right? Yeah. So I, I want to kind of like... You know, lean over to Burb and just quietly, Burb, I don't, I don't much trust this situation. Will you stay back and kind of keep an eye on the mayor and make sure there ain't no funny business? Uh, eye on mayor? No funny business? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good man, Burb. Good Come on, man. friend. And so Burb pats his, he pats his uh, sword. He oh, says... Before he goes, Burb, take this. And I have a light crossbow I'm going to hand to Burb. Nice. <laughs> Burb says... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he he hooks it onto his little belt around his robe because Bird wears like a white robe. I forget yeah. he wears like a white robe with the hood. Uh, Witch and hunter Burb. <laughs> he he looks at all of you and he says, "If need help, loud noise." Very yeah. well, Burb. And then he walk he walks into the jail, <laughs> very confidently. <laughs> I could imagine if Burb had a belt, he would be just. Pulling up that belt right about now. Yeah, he's very confidently walking into the jail. Swagger. Okay, uh, so now you are alone with Briar in the town square right now as Argonon is putting away the sheriff. Um, 
Is there anything else what y'all want to do? Any sort of preparations you want to make, conversations you want to have? Either before Argnon comes back or when he comes back. Because he is ascending the stairs. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, Briar, you are aware that you should not intervene on any bloodshed that happened this day, correct? I am not only aware, but I, even if I was not aware, I would not participate. Fair enough. <clears throat> I have killed a few things in my day, and it was only <clears throat> things that were... Eaten. Either eaten <laughs> or ultimately deserving. Also, also both. <laughs> deserving of being eaten. It's true. Uh, Master Briar, this, uh, this, this old leader, he showed up last, yesterday, with... Uh, a whole crowd full of full of followers, and they were they were kind of bent on destruction. If uh, if things do go south a little bit, you know, don't don't so much worry about us. We can handle ourselves. We're okay. You taught me right. But would you kind of keep eye on the town, make sure that, that the town stays safe? I will do my very best. At this point, Argnon comes back out of the sheriff's office, and he says. All right, fellows, <clears throat> it has come out that you have killed Ronald Witherbranch. I have no love. There is no love lost there. I never cared for the man. I am actually pleased that he is dead. <clears throat> My mayor is quite a piece of work. I'm also not too terribly dis uh, disturbed that you have somehow landed him in a jail cell today. Now, we have an, Im an impending war forest warlord uh, bent on destroying our town headed here today. What is your plan for brokering this peace? We're going to use some of them words like you like. We will sit and talk. <laughs> Very well. Where? Tim how? Style. Uh, in front of the gallows, I believe, would be a good <clears throat> place. I was thinking the same, Jack. Should oh, we, nice. Should we set up uh, guards on the rooftops to protect us as we make this discussion? No, I think we'll be all right. We're going to be there. Uh, post men with Tulor, perhaps. Sheriff, this so is not just the half-sized bird that you have down there protecting him now? <laughs> yeah. You like more guards? Yeah, more guards would be better. And a loss in sarcasm, please. Oh. Sheriff, this is your job. You can station men wherever you want, but just know that if they fire out of turn, they I will, will kill die. You. Very well. Or at least try. I think your, it'll happen. Your <laughs> threats do not make me feel particularly comfortable, but there's, I mean, the, the wheels of... I almost said the wheels on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels on the bus are turning. <laughs> we cannot stop it now. <laughs> the wheels of this event are already turning and we cannot stop it. I will post men, more men uh, with... I will post more men in the, uh, in the sheriff's office in the jail with, with Tulor. Uh, and I will not do any... I will not... I, as a show of good faith, you seem to trust Black Fang, uh, despite not knowing him for very long. I, you all have seemingly done right by my town. You have saved it last night from the fires, as well as it seems as though you are genuinely trying to broker peace, even if you do it in sort of a brash manner. He looks at him. Um, <clears throat> Just whenever he's done, I have more words for him. Okay. Uh, but I will not post any more guards. Tungsten if something goes wrong, <laughs> it will be on you to fix him. Together. Uh, I have words as well. You want to go first? <laughs> sure. Ognon, listen. I... I'm not an easy man to get along with most times. I'm straightforward and blunt, That's as you can see. That's quite a surprise to me. Arlo and Jack. Obviously. Sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, um, Arlo and Jack are just shaking our heads like, no, <laughs> no. But there will be peace here one way or another. 
We have to burn down his whole town. Or the forest. Or both. Because children have died on your watch. Not your fault. Do you think you have to remind me of that? I understand what happened here. No, I don't. But you This don't is my see town. It. I understand what's going on here. I understand that peace needs to be brokered, and I understand. I won't hear it anymore. I understand you're trying to help. That's all I need to hear. Thank you. You now, seem to be very opposed to our method of help. I'm not opposed, but you come in here dangling these problems that have gone on in my town in front of my that face. That we will as if solve. I have, I have had no control over them. Do you think I don't lie hold, awake hold, at night hold, thinking about hold, the cause of these problems? Hold, hold up now, fellas. I, I think what my, my esteemed friend here is trying to say is that when you approach this situation, you should come to it as, as, as a man who's, who knows that wrong has been done on either side. I and, am aware, yes. And, and you're in the best interest of your people. Now, you need to remember that this Black Fang fella, he's, he's coming with the best interest of his people, too. Well... My point is, forgive me, I've never met Black Fang except for whenever he set fire to my town. So, I apologize if I don't trust him quite as much as you do. I am showing as much faith as I can I don't listening to either. you right now. But his only, really, uh, example of your people is that they treat them like animals and that they kill their young. <laughs> I understand. You're right. There has been wrong on both sides. And if it helps, there's no trust required in this... Black Fang has already given orders to his men. If he does not return by morning, they are to ransack the town and burn it. Well, that is helpful information. We will see how this goes this evening. It is possible that the history of Fark will either begin anew t- this, this evening, or it may be wiped out. We shall see. Let us make preparations. <laughs> just, uh, just know that if... If you step in it and decide that you want to go off the deep end and declare war on these folks uh, all out, we're not going to be here for that. I understand. Uh, he stands... Well, he's not sitting. He turns and goes back into the jail. Uh, he, You can hear him speaking with some guards and stuff, and he's making his preparations. Uh, Briar says, So are we ready to go? Or do what we are here to do? I believe we're already there. Yes, I'm sorry. I thought you were speaking as Arden on. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that might have been kind of close. So uh, I suppose we will sit here at the gallows and wait for Black Fang to arrive. Yep, sitting on the steps of the gallows. What? What's left of them? How long do you think we have before uh, Black Fang gets here? <coughs> Maybe an hour. Okay. Uh, there's actually something I want to take care of, if you don't mind me borrowing the cart for a minute. Briar says, it's not my cart. And he hops off. <laughs> Jack's just out there in the middle of the town cutting donuts for an hour. <laughs> um, I want to take it over to where they produce and fix these things. And I want to see if there's a cover that I can get for this wagon. Ooh, okay. I like oh. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you take it to the what, uh, like the stable or the wagon shop. The wagoneer. Um, yeah, the wagoneer. You take it over to the place that does this. I don't know what that's called in the medieval worlds or the, the fantasy worlds. <laughs> uh, the valet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's a man there. Kind of, it's kind of like a stable situation. There's a big. There's horses and there's carriages and they're being worked on, being built, uh, and kind of a, a, a young lady. Actually, it would seem uh, walks over to you. Doesn't look like she really belongs in a place like this. She seems kind of. Uh, <clears throat> She doesn't look like the kind of man you would expect. What? Yeah, no, she doesn't. <laughs> you said she, she doesn't look like the kind of man you would expect. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that you, you would maybe expect a big burly man to be working on carts, but it's a woman. 
Yep. A young woman. Oh, honey, I can fix that in a GIF. Sorry. Yeah, I was I was unclear. Um, no. Also because I was trying to make it all up on the spot. <laughs> uh, so she says, oh, Hello, sir. What can I do for, do for you? Good evening, madam. I am here to find a cover for this wagon. Oh, we can make covers. That's easy. Can you get it done within an hour? Ask, no. Ask her what her name is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not grim, so you don't have to listen to that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't, we can't get it done in an hour. Uh, it'd probably be before morning, or about morning, or, you know, midday tomorrow before we can get you a cover on the wagon. We've got other, other, other uh, wagons to work on this evening. I'll give you ten extra gold to get it done ahead of schedule. Absolutely. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, so ten extra gold, uh, that would take your price to... forty gold pieces? Very well. Uh, so she reaches out a hand... I put gold in it. Okay. She puts the gold in the pocket and says, What is your name, sir? My name is Jack Law. And yours? Why would Juanita. you ask? My name is Juanita. <laughs> it's nice to meet you, Juanita. <laughs> nice to meet you, Jack. It is my pleasure to work on your wagon. Uh, come back this evening, and I should have the cover on that wagon for you. Would you like it any special color? White, please. A white cover. Well, I need a cover so, on that wagon. <laughs> So I'm picturing uh, kind of like an uh, Oregon Trail wagon. Is that what you're picturing? Yeah. Okay. Then that's what you'll have. Are we going the, to need extra axles? <laughs> the wagon that I was picturing before was just like a flat thing with like a bench on the front where the driver would sit, and along the two sides there'd be like foot high walls, just uh -huh. so stuff that's that exactly what, That's exactly what I thought as well. Yep. Yeah. So we're just putting arches on it now mm -hmm. and putting canvas on top of yep. it. Work. And she is in the Juanita is in the process of doing that. All right, cool. Be awesome if at some point we convert the whole thing to like this gypsy wagon cart. Whole thing's covered in. <laughs> Got a stove in there, a couple of beds. Come, gypsy, show me your wares. Uh, that's a Borat reference. I don't really care for that movie, but I do remember that part. So the carriage is being worked on. Jack, you finished? I am. It's you head nice. back over there to the gallows. I do. So by the time you get back, everybody's been waiting. <clears throat> Have you guys had any conversations or anything while you were waiting? Um, just trying to catch up with Briar about like you know what all he's been doing and all, all that kind of stuff in the meantime. Gotcha. Um, so you do catch up. You don't really learn a whole lot new because his, his time over here has been pretty tumultuous. Uh, he's been you know passed around, kidnapped, told to leave towns. He's he, for fat. yeah for a peaceful <laughs> man. He's had kind of a rough time in the last couple uh, weeks and months. Oh, you know what? I I can do the thing that Briar can do now. I can cast the plant growth, which like enriches the area. Cool. So I, I guess um, we've we've been trying to to like tag team on that and like. Try to, to help out the, the gardens and stuff here for the last hour. Cool, very cool. So the gardens have received some extra life. Yeah, I think there. it's I think it's like if it's cast over like eight hours, then like the whole place for like a mile or two radius is enriched for like the next year. Mm. So it hasn't I'm, been that long yet, but of course you will say there's a little enrichment going on within that garden. I'm um, gonna walk but, to the front of the gallows and sit down in front of it. Put yep. my back up against it. <clears throat> Indiana Jones, my hat forward, and Digging that. yep. <laughs> okay, so it won't be a long nap. Around. Yeah, while you got while Jack was gone, do you want to tell him what you did? Huh? No. Okay. Surprise. <laughs> uh, Surprise. No, that's I can't say that because Briar would definitely say, Jack, where did you take the wagon? I took it to the wagon shop. 
I had my food in oh. there. <laughs> Very well. Not my wagon, I suppose. Uh, and was Argnon it, comes back and sits down. Go ahead. Was it broken, Jack? Was there uh, a reason? No, but doesn't mean it can't be fixed. <laughs> I have to reinforce the Fair suspension. <laughs> Jack, I like Jack's crypticness. Yeah. Um, uh, Argnon returns to sit down on the front steps of the gallows with you, and he sits down. He's got. Did I t- say what kind of weapon he had? A sword, maybe. I think he did have a sword. Um, he kind of grabs his sword the way because it, you know, pokes backward. Kind of grabs the sword the way you would have to to sit down, and sits down on the uh, on the stairs. Uh, and he looks at you all and kind of give you gives you all a knowing glance, like we're about to do this thing. Uh, and as he does that, you can see on the horizon one big bad knoll mm-hmm. stepping his way confidently down the streets. A um, wave. Every time I hear that water drop, I think one of you is passing gas. I'm so sorry. Uh, but you're not. Uh, Grim waves. Uh, Black Fang does not wave back. The people of the town are going into their homes. They are. Some of them are saying, oh no, he's back, he's back, everybody. Go this into your like, homes. This is like Wild West, like something's about to go down, we better get inside thing. Yeah. Got it. Yep. Just, <laughs> but one of the men fighting or in this, what is it, what's it called? Draw? What is it? Duel? Duel. There it is. Yeah. Um, one of them is walking in all big and bad, and the other one's just bright smile. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh, How you doing? Whenever, I picture whenever Argnon sat down, there was the classic, like, jingling of boots and stuff whenever in the Western. Like, the quintessential. <laughs> uh, so, Black Fang makes his way down the street. People are uh, shouting. They've gone to their house. You hear doors slamming and locking. Um... You hear at least two peop- two or three people call out, like, Where's the sheriff? The sh- we-, we must notify the sheriff! And but Or someone notify the sheriff as they lock their doors. Um, and whoever can see Argnon, Argnon is telling them to, like, Remain calm, everyone. Remain calm. All is well. We have your safety in mind. Uh, and Black Fang comes down to the center of the... The town, and you guys are face to face with Black Fang. Did he shake my hand last time? I'm did he? Stand. I don't remember. Yeah, he did. He shook all our hands. <sighs> yep. I reach out to shake his hand again. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Black Fang's giant knollish hand comes around and grabs your hand and shakes it. it says, "Grim." Thank you for coming, Black Fang. Um, his voice is not Argnon's voice. Uh, it's very similar. <laughs> it was. I thought it was pretty gravelly last time. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought too. More like this, like kind of like that. I get, yeah. Because that's the voice yeah, that killed you, your voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Argnon is more like this, and Black Fang. Is, <laughs> yeah, it's killing it. Uh, but anyway, he's grim. Uh, he goes and reaches his hands all the way around. He does not shake Briar's hand. He looks to he looks to Briar, uh, and he gives Briar like a nod, almost like I remember you. I'm a little bit sorry that we beat the crap out of you. Also, you may have to come with me today. <laughs> All that in one look. <laughs> Might need to do it again. It's <laughs> the waving of eyebrows. Oh, yeah. And uh, Argnon stands up, and Black Fang says, And who might you be? And Argnon says, I am Argnon, the sheriff of Fark. And we'll go ahead and reveal. I am partly responsible for the death in your clan. <clears throat> and our, uh, Black Fang responds with, and I yours, <clears throat> or I and the death of yours. Uh, and so uh, Black Fang says, but I'm here to try to stop it. 
and Argnon says, and I the same. And they shake hands. Uh, and... We're just going to sit back for about a half hour no, while that, you negotiate with yourself. I'm, I'm at this point waiting for y'all to jump in because uh, Argnon has not found the proof, but Argnon kind of looks to whoever had the letter I last. Step back up. Um, I picture you're all, you're all kind of on the side with Argnon and Blackfang is by himself, like on the other side was, by himself. I was just in front of people. Okay. Still so pacing? I mean, I can be weird. Okay, it is fine. So you walk back up with the letter, I guess? Uh, yeah, whip it out of my pocket and say, um, Blackfang, this may interest you. You already um, read it to him. Yeah. Oh, we did. No, oh, no. you did read it to him. Well, yeah, that's right. Cut all that um, back out. Well, Arnon says, you know this letter that, that proves that it was actually neither my town nor yours, my town nor your clan that killed the children from our town. And golly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, yeah, let's just, let's I will go get lunch. We'll be good. Uh, yeah. I, you can, because we have more to do after this, so I'm fine with you. Of course. Well, Blackfang says, "Yes, I I've seen this this proof, and I certainly seek peace." <clears throat> I think that wrongs have been done on either side, gentlemen. I, I think that we could come to some kind of agreement where we can stop all this nonsense. Someone must be held accountable for the death in my clan. We got I understand that it was man. not the town as a whole. I also understand that it was not the sheriff who <clears throat> who ended the lives of our of our people. That's good. But someone must be held responsible. If it's any Blood consolation... Sorry, continue. must be shed. If it's any consolation, I killed the man ultimately responsible for this. He's dead. Yes. It is not any consolation. He, no, he is responsible... That man is not necessarily responsible for any of the bloodshed in my clan. No, that is true. It is this cover-up. It is him covering his worthless hide that is responsible. It is the person who has covered it up, the person who is who has decided that your town can come and kill members of my clan. It's your mayor. Argnon, you may want to go and get the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it if you do not feel up to the task. Uh, Argnon says, no, I'll go get him. <clears throat> uh, he stands up and goes Mind back. Mind if I walk with you? Absolutely not. Please join me, Grim. I do it. Before we, before we take <laughs> this route... I want to ask Master Briar, as somebody who has who has helped either willingly or unwillingly on either side of this thing and wants to remain neutral, Master Briar, what what course of action do you recommend? This just screams, kill him! <laughs> I do not want anyone to have to die for this. Is there no other way to appease you, Mister? Mr. <laughs> is there no other way to appease you, Black Fang? Surely, surely we can all think of something that does not require the death of this man who is all but worthless. All, all but worthless. Still you. Yeah. Uh, it seemed, seemed to me like the, the cause behind all this was that owlbear. And it was just a cover-up on, on either side and misunderstandings across the whole thing. We cannot punish an owl bear. He did not knowingly kill children. He's not intelligent. I cannot punish an animal for doing what animals do. <clears throat> Maybe there is a better punishment for Stefan, for your mayor too, Lord. Stefan. Stephen. Maybe we ought to exile him or let him come live with me and my clan. Force him to be a part of our people. 
I like that idea. I think if he is exiled, issues could arise in the future. Yeah, mm. the man's got a point. We might have to punch him again. Yes. If we bring him with us, we can keep him alive. And we can make his life quite difficult. Master he may Barry, wish he was think? dead. <clears throat> oh. You'd force him to work in the mine. <laughs> the mine. Mm. They had a big cave thing, like, had their camp, didn't they? Something like that. Uh, maybe I don't Yes. Know. A mine. What if... It's a terrible thing to waste. What if we <laughs> killed him? N- not killed him, excuse me. What if we... <laughs> what if we culled him? The Brer orcs had a dark moment. The orcs typically choose who it is that they take from town, but what if we offered them this man of higher value? Maybe they would call just him. Maybe if we left him on the, the road between here and where the orcs take those they call him. Maybe they will take him to do whatever it is they do with those who are cold, which I have to imagine is not very good, Black Thank. Shall we cut out his tongue so he cannot speak? I like the sound of that. Yes, we ought to cut. We ought to cut out his tongue. Victory. Argnon returns. <laughs> Wait, we haven't left. He hasn't left yet. <laughs> Everyone, hold on. <laughs> I can imagine Argnon's in the middle of this thing, just wide-eyed, looking back and forth, like, "What are they doing?" I don't think we need to, to cut out his tongue, though. It would, you know, quiet things down for us a little bit here. I'll go back and get. I'll go back and get the uh, get get the, the mayor. And you guys decide before I get back. Decide on what we shall do with him. Hey, will you uh, when you bring Burb with you when you come back? I will. When he walks down, when he goes in the thing, I want to like whoosh on around to the back of it. Okay. Make sure there's no funny business. Because um, there's a back door. All right. Yeah. So you go around to the back door. <laughs> door in the jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> in the jail cell. But like looking through the to the prison downstairs. Right. So yeah, there's no funny business. He just goes down and grabs the mayor, um, and brings I'm him back. <laughs> Alright, good. I walk back up. Uh, so you guys make your way. He, the mayor, he makes his way back to Black Fang with the mayor. Um, do you want guys want to have any conversations with them on what you think might the best be be the best idea before before Grim and them get back? Nah, I'm leaving this to Black Fang. Okay. Yeah, this is. Uh, I think Black Fang, Black Fang, and uh, Black Fang, and Briar were were talking about. <laughs> hey, we got some ideas, but without killing him. Okay. I think they're kind of both jiving on that. Okay. I likes it. So Argonon comes back and he says, he's got him gagged. He's got the mayor gagged, so we can't hear him anymore. Uh, so you hear, Hey, Mr. Mayor. Um, and... What's Burb doing? Burb is back. Burb's back. Burb says... Protect. Nothing bad happened. Good fine job, Burn. <laughs> fine and, job. And we are back with Black Fang, excuse me. Uh, and Argnon says, from hearing the ideas earlier, I think the mayor must pay the price for what he has done to your clan. My favorite idea that we've come up so far is that we give him to the orcs and we let them take him for their cullings. Um, <clears throat> the council shall be satisfied. They will have n- more grist for the mill. The orcs shall be satisfied. And Black Fang, I hope you will be satisfied knowing that he can no longer harm your people and that his stupidity and his spinelessness has earned him most likely a lifetime of service to detestable beings. I think 
That would be the best. We shall see. <clears throat> but I would ask that you would allow me to be the one to take him out and deliver him to the orcs. They do not typically deal with us, and I, would be the, I, w I want to make sure I'm the one that sees him off on his final journey. I think both of you ought to go. I agree. Okay. Uh, Argnon says, I will go with you if you allow it. Blackfang says, you may come. <clears throat> uh, so Argnon hands the mayor off to him. Uh, A handful of mayor. <laughs> yep, and Blackfang is holding the mayor. At this point, uh, Tulor is, you know, flopping and flanking and flipping flailing. And, and flailing. <laughs> uh, and he says... Uh, it is almost time for another one of your acts of orcs to come through. Might as well make our way out to the road and wait for the next one. Uh, this town is losing a mayor. There is a decision to be made here. We, we will deal with that whenever we return from this, this task. Fair enough. Unless you have some ideas. Well, if you're... Uh, Argnon, if you're going, I, I want to recommend Master Briar stay here as a neutral party and look after everybody. I will do that, Arlo. Argnon says, This man has brokered, has, has sought to achieve nothing but peace. I would like for the fat dwarf to stay along. Your name, your name, sir. My name is Briar. And you're right, I am a fat dwarf. Uh, so Briar, His chin grew two sizes that day. So Briar stays behind and Burb says, Arlo, come on friend, we're Briar. Stay. Do you want to stay with Briar Burb? Yes. You can. Okay, so, so Burb goes <coughs> back over here with Briar and uh, leans against him. Uh, and you guys... We've lost a party member. Are you all about to turn? Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Blackfang is walking out of town with the mayor. Argnon is following him. Are you guys uh, following him as well? Yeah, yeah, I want to see this. Okay, yep. so you guys make it to the edge of town. Uh, and as you're doing so, um, Stefan Tulor, you guys are kind of having some conversation with Blackfang, and Ar Argnon and Blackfang are kind of having this moment where they're trying, they're pleased that they've been able to achieve this for their for their clans and their their town. Uh, nobody's really paying a whole lot of attention to the horizon except Stefan Tulor, who is paying attention to the horizon, and he begins. He had calmed down a little bit, but then he starts to pipe up. Uh, he begins shouting as he looks towards the horizon. And do you all look toward the horizon? I'm going to glance that way. Okay. Well, you guys look up, and cresting the horizon is a combat encounter for our next, for our next episode. Uh, uh, what you see is... Darn it. I'm trying to figure out where the old she is. Oh, no. What you see is a Continental Army raiding crew. Uh, you see a crew of ten orc soldiers, three orc mages that are kind of stepping out in front of them, or actually behind them in their black robes that you've seen a few, a few like this in your time. You know, the, the, the army has some um, orc mages. You also see two goblins who are riding on wolves. All of them are descending down the hill. Uh, quickly, uh, quickly towards you, um, and they look as though they are they are angry and they are heading <clears> towards <throat> the town as you guys approach them from afar off. And you can hear their cries. You can hear the 
and the the howling of wolves as they crest the horizon. And we left our burb. We shouldn't have left our burb. We should have left our burb. And Argnon says, "What in the five hells is this?" And that's where we're going to end the episode. Of Grade <laughs> a. Roll credits. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We didn't roll a single time in that episode. So I'm sorry about that. That's what makes that. it awesome. God, that was quite an undertaking for an episode. I, I hope that it went well. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, the undertaking for that much conversation in an episode was a little tough. Hope everybody uh, stuck with us. If you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed the show, please be sure to uh, leave us a review, maybe. Like us or follow us on Twitter at Taint Media Games. I just rolled a seven just to have them stick with us. Okay. Okay. Well, that's bad news. There we are. We have uh, officially take, rolled something in this one. Take out from the Roll and roll with advantage. <laughs> roll with advantage. All right. Let me. But in the meantime, after he rolls, that's a twenty-six. Oh, there we go. You gotta come back next week. Uh, please be sure to come back next time. Remember that we love you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.